Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And today on Not the Pastor, we're talking about friends, having friends in the ministry, and how, first of all, ministry can be lonely sometimes, and maybe a little bit of why that is. We're also going to talk about some ways that we can invest in some friendships, just some specific ways of how to. And then lastly, we're going to talk about something that maybe we overlook, and that's friendships within our own church. So I'm excited about this conversation, excited about friends in the ministry. So let's get right into it today. Well, Thomas, I am glad to talk about friendships in the ministry. Yeah. Be right up front and open about the fact that I'm thankful for our friendship yes. that we have. Yeah. And uh, certainly we have both benefited from that. I, I, I hope that's common. Yes, 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 <laughs> it, it has. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and probably wouldn't be having this podcast if it wasn't for the, fra- the fact right. that, that we are friends. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let, let's talk about that, though, today a little bit, just about what that could look like, some of why we do that. And, and starting off with this, Thomas, would you say this, that sometimes ministry can be lonely? <laughs> I I think that that's true, man. I'm I'm just thinking back at times in my own life, right? I had a pastor who has been a blessing and a help throughout my ministry. Right? I've not been, uh, I haven't had to be like by myself in ministry at this point. And even at those times, like even with somebody who's right there working alongside me, leading and directing in those ways, there were times where I struggled <laughs> with being feeling like I was the only one feeling like there was oh, yeah. nobody else understood what I was going through. I, I mean, literally there was a guy right next to me do going like attending the very same church, you know, hearing yep. the same problems. Yep. And I was still feeling like I, like I didn't have anybody that I could share with and I didn't have anybody I could deal with. Yeah. So, I mean, can, can ministry be lonely? I, I think almost certainly. And maybe, I mean, maybe that's not always bad. I think that maybe times where we could look at the life of Jesus or the life of Paul and those kind of things and see that there were times where they had some times alone and had some times where uh, people failed. And that's yeah. I mean, just the nature of being maybe a follower of Jesus. And so I, I want to be careful that we're not constantly running away from the difficulty or the danger that that is. There's some value, I guess. There's some value in coming to Jesus all by yourself and him being the only one that we have. That's There's some value there. But most of the time, the truth is that we yeah. have people around us to be a help. We have people that yeah. around us to be like, God wants those relationships. God wants you and I and our, our listeners. God wants us to have relationships with people. That's why he left us here to, to yeah. make yeah. to make those relationships. But here's the problem. As, as I see it, and this maybe was more true in my life, and I'll give a, a specific example. There were times, those times when I felt the loneliest, when I felt like there was nobody around, those times when I felt like, man, if only there was somebody who was like me, who knew what I was thinking, yeah. knew what I was talking about, that I could confide in, those kind of things. Man, there were those people. I just hadn't invested in them yet. Yeah, there it is. I made other choices instead of building a relationship with people that I knew that I should have, right? It goes like this. There's a guy who I had gone to school with who came out to the Northwest a couple of years after I did. And man, we'd see each other occasionally, fellowship meetings, those kind of things. And it always went like this, man, we got to get together sometime. And he would say that. And I would say that. <laughs> I know where this is going. Yep. And and seriously, he he was within an hour drive of me for probably four years something like that. And we never one time had lunch. 
four years. Like every, yeah. I mean, we saw each other a couple of yeah. times a year, right? And we're like, man, we really yeah. need to schedule something. Well, why don't we talk, stop yeah. talking about it and just do it, right? Like, but it never got on the calendar, never happened. Yeah. And then I'm yep. sitting yep. here going, God, why didn't you give me anybody to help me with this situation? Why didn't you give me somebody yeah. to talk to? Well, yeah. I, uh, looking back now, good. He probably did. And I was just a moron <laughs> bonehead and couldn't figure it out. Sure. Right? Yeah. I didn't take the time to take care of that. And so looking back at that moment in that time in my life, there was a couple of things that some big movements some big changes in ministry that happened there. And, and seriously, people that I had been leaning on and, and needing support from had let me down. And like, there was somebody, I, I honestly believe this. I believe that God had somebody placed nearby in ministry who would have been able to talk. We would have been able to work through those things. I would have been able to pour my heart out and we would have been benefited and helped, but I hadn't taken the time to invest in that. And then that situation, he moved, there was no longer that, that wasn't even an option anymore in the same kind of way. Wasn't like it couldn't have called him or that, but but there's something special about having somebody close enough to, you know, sit across the table from something like that. Oh yeah. Then thinking about the the time that you and I got together that first time, right? And we, a similar thing almost happened, right? Where, I mean, we were on that brink, you know, some ways, at least on my end, you would move to the area and I was like, man, this is wonderful. I'm going to have somebody, this is going to be great. And it was like, oh, I really should give you a call. And I really, and that first summer went by that you were here, you Mm -hmm. were interning that summer and I never made the effort. I mean, there was, I had good intentions about it, but I, I never made a phone call, never, never set a time on the calendar to set that up. And, and honestly, I think that we both just had a, had a mutual friend that finally like got a hold of me and maybe got a hold of you and was just like, what are you doing? Like, don't be a moron. Don't let this go by again. And just kind of pointed that out to me. (laughs) So I guess my tendency is like, I want to blame God. I want to blame the culture and like, oh, the, the ministry is just a hard, lonely place. And it is, I don't want to take away from how difficult it can be, but I made it harder because of who I like, because I wasn't following through on what God gave me and I wasn't taking care of those things. Well, and a couple of things, first of all, I mean, Jesus is our first friend. And so there are times where it's okay to be lonely and that's probably intentional on God's part to remind us of that. Yes. Yeah. But also let's not make it harder on ourselves (laughs) more lonely than it needs to be. Yep. And, and let's take the initiative and reach out to those. And, you know, I am, I'm so thankful. I, I was even just thinking of a couple of older men in my mm-hmm. life that have been just good. I mean, they're more like the fathers of our, yeah. uh, in, in, the, in the faith right mm-hmm. now, in, as far as in our generation, some older men, even one of them we've had on the show before, I think of somebody like uh, Dave Hardy, yes, another one would sure. be a, a Dean Herring, men who are just they're, they're good friends, yes. especially to, to ministers, I feel yes. like, and, and younger ministers and have a heart to, to do that. And I'm just thankful for that. And, and sometimes I wonder why we don't do that more. And you're right. It takes effort. Yeah. Sometimes there maybe could be some, some pride in there involved and some yep. th- different yep. things that I'm just thankful for even some older men. It doesn't yep. just have to be I guess my point is it doesn't even just have to be people our own age. Yes. It could be cross-generational as well, that there could be some, some good, healthy friendships there. And so just, just wanted to highlight that as well, that that is good as well. Some of the times the issue is pride that we can have that. I think sometimes is the issue. Another issue is that God puts people in our path that we don't think exactly like us, right? They're a little different. And so then we have, then then we're sometimes challenged and I, I, 
is this, do I believe this? Do I think this way? Because that's what I was always taught. Do I think this way or believe this way? Because and can I have a relationship with this person, even though we don't see eye to eye on every issue? We're not talking about, you know, foundation, core doctrine things. We're, we're yeah. talking about those secondary third tier issues that are, man, do I have to agree on, on those things in order to have a relationship? Yeah. And sometimes I put a higher standard on who, on friendship i put a higher standard yeah. on who is allowed in my inner circle yeah because i mean because after all proverbs says iron sharpens iron and and you i need to be careful who's who's rubbing against me right i don't want to be yeah. i don't want to yeah. be warped that way but sometimes i think we do we take we take a verse like that and we maybe twist it a little bit into like oh that means that i only people that are exactly like me can be the yeah. be in my group here and i don't know that god intended it for, for it to be that way in every situation yeah, that, that takes some wisdom but yeah, yeah. you're right yeah. i think maybe we can be too selective yeah. Um, yeah and we need to have balance on both ends of that for sure investing in friends is going to be work oh yeah investing in any relationship whether it's right. a spouse yeah. relationship yep. children yes. uh, for sure it's going to be if it's not somebody in our own home mm-hmm. or even in our own town, that's going to take yeah. probably even more work. Correct. Yeah. And, and of course you add in the fact that ministry is already busy. <laughs> a lot of times there's going to be probably a second job that's right. in yeah. order to pay the bills. Yeah. So, so what are some ways that we can actively, cause it's going to take initiative yeah. proactivity to, yep. to do this. What are, what are some ways that we can proactively invest in some of these friendships with other ministers outside of our church i mean i don't have the answer to every situation here right but just some things that have helped me over the course of the years and just take of those things that i should have done when in other relationships and some things that you and i have managed to accomplish getting together for a meal and meeting halfway right so we're we're 45 minutes apart that means that if we're meeting in the halfway we're each driving 45 minutes total you know there and back and that makes for a much more um, reasonable afternoon or lunchtime than two hours out of my day just in driving, right. Besides whatever I'm spending doing, you know, with people. And and so that might be a help, right. It's man, find that middle ground, find that, find that restaurant halfway between you and that person and and put it on the calendar. And and I guess that's the other thing, right. It's don't, don't, don't expect that it's like just going to happen because you're going to be busy there's always going to be something on the calendar at the church. There's yeah. always going to be that other, the, the family is going to need attention and time. And so get it on the calendar. And we all understand we're ministers and those kind of things. We understand there's going to be flexibility there. There has to be but emergencies pop up. That's fine. But also like trying to just be mindful that we don't want to flake for little reasons. We want to show honor to the relationship we're trying to build there. And so taking it seriously, I guess, is a big deal there for me. And then when we can, I think there's probably just very few things that help further a friendship or help further a relationship Mm -hmm. than sharing meals together. And, And so getting around a table, you know, a restaurant's fine. You can get around yeah. a table at a, like a, at a home and be able to fellowship that way. That's so much better. Yeah. And I was yeah. thinking as you know, typing that into our notes today. And I was thinking about the time that we met that first time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Junction city, the, the junkyard burger. Yep. The junkyard burger, man. I was oh, so man. embarrassed that day because I, uh, I got, got up to that window, right. And ordered the, the double bacon burger. And it seriously was like the size of a pie. I, I was embarrassed that I ordered this massive giant. I'm like, I'm like literally like taking slices off of it because it was impossible. To, uh, this is so dumb. But even those things, like I, we could laugh at that now and have a great time. 
I don't want to make a huge giant deal of it, but the Bible talks a lot about like sharing food, sharing that table with people. It's why I think that the Lord's Supper is a supper. Sharing yeah, something like that yeah. is around a table. I think that there's symbolism there and I, I think it helps. And so, yeah. but honestly, as, as ministers, as pastors, especially pastors, those kind of things, I mean, we have groups that get together sometimes monthly, sometimes bi-monthly, those kind of things, right? We, most states, we will probably find some kind of pastor's fellowship meeting somewhere around. What better way would there be to be able to get around a good, a group of people who think something like you, right? I mean, there, yeah. there's some things in common here. They're getting together, they're hearing preaching, they're singing, they're encouraging one another, taking advantage of those things. If you live close to somewhere that does like big national meetings, take advantage of those things. If yeah. not, man, then get send the send an invite to pastors in the state and just say, hey, I'm thinking about doing just a just come over on a Friday night. We'll have some preaching and singing and a time of fellowship. And this is going to be a wonderful time. And that's work. I don't want to downplay sure. that. That's a that's work. But taking advantage of those that are available and then making those yeah. things available to other people. Yeah. That's a way that you make yeah. friends in ministry. Here's, yeah. here's the problem. And here's the thing that might happen in those situations, specifically talking about pastors meetings, right? You go and it's not, it, it isn't all that it could be, right? It's not everything sure. it should, yeah. should be or could be. Yeah. And yeah. so then the temptation would be to say, well, this was a waste of my time. And so why yeah. would I spend my time doing this? I'm a busy person. I have the work of yeah. God to do in my city, right? Like those are, those are important things. And we should be busy yeah. about the work that Jesus has for us. Why would I waste yeah. my time to spend the day? Maybe I bought a hotel room for the night or whatever yeah. it is. Why would I waste all that time and money? And it wasn't even that helpful. Yeah. Maybe if we could reframe a little bit, I, I'm not saying every situation falls into this category, but maybe we can reframe and say, it may not be everything that I needed but I can be something that someone else needs. Yeah. Ministry can be lonely and it can be hard. And we sometimes don't invest in that relationships, the yeah. relationships that God has for us. But sometimes we invest too much. And yep. what I mean is we take advantage. We have, we have those people, we have those friends. And instead of being the guy that is the listening ear for, for my buddy, he yeah. becomes the sounding board or the vent for every frustration I feel. And yeah. that's that relationship only goes that one way. And yeah. maybe, like, I mean, even I'm talking specifically about going to those fellowship meetings, those kind of things, and being able to yeah. be the release for someone else, being able to yeah. Yeah. be the support and help, that, that's going to be giving of ourselves. But I, I mean, it's somewhere in the Bible, right? Yeah. Bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I know Paul's talking to a church in that situation. I think pastors can do that for each other. I think associates yeah. can do that for each other. I know I'm thinking of a conversation I had with a brother that I, that I love and respect. And it was so eye-opening for me one time. He, he was just being real, wasn't complaining. Just, you know, I was close enough with him that he was being open with me. And he said, you know, I, I feel like I am a friend to a lot of people, yeah. but not a lot of people are a friend to me. Yeah. And yeah. I just thought, you know, that that's, mm. there's probably some reality to that as a minister, because yeah. that's, realistically, especially with people within our own church, maybe <laughs> as they look to us to be the the giver and the minister, there's probably yep. going to be a lot of that, but it's sad if it's that way amongst ministers Yes, and that, yeah. you know, yeah. it, that we're only ever taking from people yes. right. and not, not giving back. And, and that was just eye-opening for me and definitely caused me to <laughs> reflect in my own life, man, am I ever giving back to, <laughs> right. you know, am I just one of those, those people taking? Yeah. And so I, I think what you're saying is, 
there's probably some people in our lives that could instead of just being a sounding board could also be the one that need need to talk sometimes it, yeah. and it might they might be so used to being the sounding board that you <laughs> kind of have to draw it out of them a little bit yeah like, no, 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 oh yeah yeah ask, but asking them some questions for a change mm-hmm. would yes would and be the one listening is, yeah. is certainly a good habit and also just another thought that i had and this is maybe off just a practical way of being a friend yeah uh, because it's not that we always do have the time to drive that 45 minutes right. or two hours to the you know the, the preacher's right. meeting or you yeah. know to the next town to meet with somebody something that god has convicted me of about doing for friends and this a friendship can exist solely on this it, it needs more than this but just a way to check in and nurture a friendship along with a friend that's in another ministry or something like that i i always think man i haven't talked to them in so long yeah and what god has started showing me is that i i think about those people from time to time yeah. maybe i see a post on social media or yep. um I, a memory just comes to my mind or i yes. see a picture on my phone of that yeah. person god is constantly doing things to yes. put those people in front of my eyes and if i will just count those as a reminder from the Lord to mm-hmm. just send them a quick text. Hey man, thinking yeah. about you. Doesn't even yes. have to be this long conversation. Right. Thinking about you, praying for you. Hope you're having a good week. Right. You know, they don't even have to respond, but they'll see that. Yes. And, and just using those little prompts as God telling me, Hey, it's time to check in with that, yeah. that friend. Yeah. That doesn't take a lot of preparation. No, it, no. it doesn't even necessarily have to be something on your task list to <laughs> right. do. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this big meeting that you have to put on, which, right. which is good to do as well. But yeah. just using those little small things as a reminder, send a quick text. I, I appreciate that. That's, I mean, seriously, those text messages, when I've gotten them and they're like such a shot in the arm and oh yeah, it's like, yep. oh man, somebody else is there. Somebody else is thinking about me. Yeah. And you just, you never know why God might have used yeah. that picture or that post to bring that person to your mind. Yes. Sometimes it's just, oh man, it was good to hear from you. But sometimes it could be wow, we just got this terrible news and yes. this happened in life or that happened. And oh, yeah. you don't know how good the timing of that is. Yeah, that's so, right. Yep. You're absolutely right. Just learning to listen to those little prompts, I think yes. is, can yeah. be useful. Yep. Absolutely. Useful. That's good. Obviously we've been talking primarily about friends in other ministries, mm-hmm. other ministers themselves who probably understand a lot of the same struggles that we would go through on a daily and weekly basis. And it's good to reach out to those, those take effort. Yes. Obviously any friendship does, but probably even a little bit more at times just Mm -hmm. with the distance there. But you and I have talked uh, a little bit about friends within our own church families. Yeah. How maybe that can be overlooked at times and maybe even why that is. So share share with us your thoughts on that. Well, here's the thing. I think Jesus gave to the church everything that a church needs to fulfill the work of Jesus in the life of that church. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I believe that that's the, the way that he operates and uses his church. Now here's what happens or what has happened. And, and, and I want to be generous and say that I understand and know, I, I think I understand and know where we've come from to get to this statement, but I've heard preachers say, you have to be so careful. You have to be so careful about having friends with your church family. Uh, mm. and, and they'll say those things be, because they've been burnt because they've been open and honest yeah. and shared sure. and someone's taken advantage of that and has then taken what was told in confidence and shared it to across the street. And, you know, and so now there's what was said in a private conversation and what was shared, like it's an open heart 
was suddenly like ripped in front of everyone and that's that's painful and that's hurtful and shouldn't right. happen in if the right. family of god or you know you you get close to somebody and they i mean they they begin to see the faults and the struggles that we might have as we're trying to grow closer to jesus and right. trying to grow and mature ourselves and then they're going to the, the temptation might be, well, they don't really have it all together. How can they stand up and preach the word of God to me? Those kind of things. And so I, I guess my, my point is, is I, I understand where that thought comes from. We have to be so careful about sharing too much or being yeah. open, honest with our church family. I, I understand yeah. the the mindset that comes from that. But I think also we have to be careful that we don't create a separation between oh, yeah. the little lay people right? Those are the people yeah. that come to church yeah. here and right. the big, important, godly pastor, right? I, and I'm not accusing, sure. I'm not, that's not, that's not my goal or purpose, but that mindset I'm afraid leads towards a direction that says, Hey, I'm somehow above. No, you guys should have friends here at the church. Like you guys should do that because that would be good for you, but yeah. I'm not going to participate in that because I'm different or set apart or somehow something like that. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and come on, I, I know that no one's ever, no one's saying that, right? Like no one, no one's sure. saying it like that. And I'm exaggerating and trying and making the point there. But if we can I understand there's risk involved, right? There's risk involved. There's risk involved in every relationship though. Yeah, you're right. And there's risk involved in being open and honest. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm having struggles or there's some, somebody's marriage is having trouble or whatever like that. And I should then go yeah. and like share that with everyone else. Like that's not what no, I'm talking yeah. about at all. So th there's going to be some limits on that maybe, but the truth is that God probably has put in, even in our church, some folks that are going to be a help and want to be a blessing. And yeah. Will we get hurt sometimes? Well, you, we're going to get hurt whether we are open, honest, and yeah. vulnerable or not. Like uh, yeah. putting on the protective shell isn't going to stop hurt from coming. That's going to happen yeah. because, yeah. well, we're people and people yeah. hurt people. That's what we do. Yeah. But but on the other hand, I'm probably involved in that hurting process more times than I'd like to admit. And so oh, yeah. that that's also fair. That that's just how yeah. This is how life goes. I'm not, I'm not receiving anything that I haven't dealt out a time or two. Oh, and yeah. So God's probably built and put in your church and your congregation oh, yeah. some people that he has designed to be a help and a blessing to yeah. you. And yeah. if we're not taking advantage of that, then we're missing out on an opportunity for God to bless. And, yeah. and even in those situations, man, we're, we're going to have opportunity to see people grow and see people change. Yeah. And, and not just like, because they're around us. I, I was challenged today, tonight, I had a conversation that I had with a brother at church. Uh, I had done some preaching this morning and those kind of things. And he was uh, just sharing some things that he had found in his own devotional life and those kind of things. And it was a help to me. And it had nothing at all to do with like me being the super spiritual, whatever. No, it was him being a church member who was faithful and loving Jesus. Yeah. I mean, there was some, there's some that he said that I go, man, I need to do better about that. And, and in some oh, ways, yeah. like there was no pulpit involved, there was no Bible open and spit flying, but in some ways he was yeah. preaching to me in that moment yeah. and the spirit of God was moving and working. And I think that that's supposed to happen. Think yeah. that that's why we're supposed to edify and the edification uh, yeah. that happens in yep. a church family is supposed to go that way. And it's not yeah. just supposed to be me, the edifier. It's supposed to right. be us edifying each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're all part of the body, and that's why he's given the church gift. Yep, exactly. Makes that clear to edify yeah. one another. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. No, that's good. I appreciate that. Definitely want to take advantage of that that source of friendship and yes. encouragement right there within our own church family. Yep. Yep. And again, if we're if we're lonely, then then maybe we're neglecting something yeah. there yeah. within the church that's available. Yep, yeah. it's at least possible yeah. that that's the case. Well, good. I know, again, I've already said it, thankful for our yes. friendship. Yeah, no, I'm thankful yeah, for that, But too. also thankful for friendships within within our individual church yes. families that yes. we can uh, rely on and benefit, yes. benefit from, as well as be a benefit to. So hope yes, this sir. conversation has been a benefit. Uh, yes. I know I've enjoyed it, and hopefully it'll be a help to some others as well. Yep. Yeah. If it has, we'd like to invite you to check us out on our Facebook page. You can facebook.com backslash not the pastor. And can talk all about the wonderful friendships that you've had and probably we're going to top that list i would imagine so love for you to tell us how much of friends how we've awesome been to we you. Are. yeah that's right so well since we're talking about how awesome we are you should leave us a review and a rating on itunes and you know those five stars are for great friends i have big ones yep yep so you do that we'd appreciate it and until next week we're not the pastor <laughs>